0: You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Lucas Smith. It is Friday. I- October the 9th. Thanks for tuning in today. We've been doing some postseason evaluations or offseason evaluations, I should say, um, of different positions uh, of the St. Louis Cardinals. We're going to take a little bit of a break from that. We're going to talk about ex-Cardinals right now and how they're doing in the postseason, specifically three main ones that are still in the postseason as of this recording of early Friday morning. Marcelo Zuna with the Braves, Randy Arozarena with the Rays, And Luke Voigt with the Yankees, one of the two, Arena, and Voigt will be eliminated tonight, uh, Game 5, the ALCS, but, or ALDS rather, but as soon as in, they swept, um, actually swept a couple of former Cardinals out of the playoffs as well, so talk about that, maybe some missed opportunities and some bad trades, and yeah, we're just going to talk about that today, and I know I said I was going to have STL Sports Central here, but had to reschedule some things around, wasn't feeling too well, so. That'll be coming up in the future. Look for Monday for a massive NL Central crossover episode, um, talking about the playoffs with the Brewers, Cubs, Reds, and Cardinals, and then what went wrong in 2020. So look forward to that on Monday. So before I get into any stats and thoughts and things, today's episode is brought to you by the incredible people at Built Bar. Built Bar is new and improved, even more delicious than before, 18 new... Excuse me, 18 overall flavors, six new incredible ones. My favorite is cookies and cream. Some of my favorite of the 12 original ones, coconut, almond, banana bread, mint, chocolate, double chocolate, and coconut. They're 100% covered in chocolate, which is great, and they're healthy. One thing I want to tell you about today, though, is that for a limited time, they're releasing a brand new strawberry flavor. And it is incredible, guys. And you get 12% off your order through October the 12th. So hurry up. It's the 9th. Hurry up and get this done. Um, They are partnering... With a couple different organizations for breast cancer research, partners with Barbells for Boobs, Breast Cancer Angels, Huntsman Cancer Institute, and Living Beyond Breast Cancer, Built Bar will match your donation to the organization's up to $50 per order, plus 100% of the proceeds from the Built Bar Breast Cancer Awareness Hoodie will go to these organizations to help support breast cancer patients and their families. Breast Cancer Awareness Hoodie is just $19.95, so go to BiltBar.com for more information and be sure to help out Breast Cancer Research for breast cancer. So, that's today's episode. Sponsor, and let's get into the episode. We'll start with Marcel Ozuna and how good he has been. The Cardinals offered him a qualifying offer. I think it was 18, 6 million, $18.6 million last year. It just went up a couple days ago. I think it's at $18.9 this year. I forget what it exactly was. It was somewhere in the $18 million range. After two... Decent years in St. Louis. I mean, you look at this guy's track record from 2013 to 2016, which was before his breakout year in 17. He hit two sixty five across 494 games. Uh, his average, his average year was hitting 15 home runs and driving in 60. And then all of a sudden in 2017, he comes in with a 312 batting average and 37 bombs. So, I mean. He was average, you know, pretty, pretty average from 16 to from 13 to 16. You know, like I say, he's averaging 15 home runs, 61 driven in per 162 games. He was averaging 20, but he was only averaging 124 games a year. Uh, 314 on base, 427 slugging in that time. Um, so I mean, he wasn't really jumping out. And then 16, he was an all-star. And then in 17, he jumps out of it with a 312, 37 bombs, 124 driven in. You knew that wasn't gonna happen. Um, again, in St. Louis because it was just a random breakout year. Not random, he worked hard, but just a a breakout year that hadn't happened in years prior. Before his 37 home run outbreak, his career high was 23, which he achieved the year before and in 2014. Uh, So the Cardinals made a big trade for him. Um, It it was, you know, kind of a blockbuster Cardinals wanted to go after... um, Stanton, but they didn't get him. Uh, maybe there was rumors, maybe a little bit about Yellows, but Ozuna was their guy. Uh, he was traded for Sandy Alcantara, Daniel Castano, Zach Gallen, and Magnus Sierra. Magnus Sierra had two or three hits in the postseason. Sandy Alcantara was their game one starter. So you could argue that the Cardinals lost this trade overall because in, in two years with St. Louis, he hit two eighty and two forty one, good for a .262 batting average across the two seasons. He averaged... 26 home runs a year, drove in 88. So that, is that terrible? Of course not. You know, I think it, it, we I would have taken either 2018 or 2019 Marcelo Zuna in in 2020 for any of the outfielders really. Especially if I could get one of the outfielders to hit 240, let alone 280, no brainer. But I think for what the Cardinals gave up, those prospects that they were really high on, we saw a little bit of Alcantara in some spring training games. We saw some of Magnus Sierra with a speed of light. Uh, he was just super quick, and you know it's it's, it's tough for me to say that the Cardinals won this trade because the Marlins got a pool of prospects, like like I just said. Um, two of them were key players in their playoff run this year. Cardinals got Ozuna for two years. They didn't make the playoffs in 18, and in 19 he, he hit more home runs and he drove in one more runner. But really, overall, you know, he he wasn't what he was in Miami. Any of the years. Because even when he was in Miami before the 2017, he was hitting two, two 50, high 250s, 260s. He hit 241 in his second year in St. Louis. So um, that does not mean I think that they should if, if they would have re-signed him, I would have zero regrets about this trade. But because they didn't re-sign him, because they only got him for two years, and because Miami got key playoff pieces, I think it's tough for you to say that the Cardinals won this trade. Um and then you know he goes on to Atlanta this year in 2020 signs a one year deal after not playing or not not getting any offers plays all 60 games leads the league in home runs leads the league in RBIs he hits three thirty eight. again I get it 60 season 60 game season you you can argue with what you want about league leaders don't matter and you know you can you can, you can say what you want that's fine but the bottom of the line bottom line is that he hit this year. He hit this year really like he never has, because even in 2017 when he hit 312, this year he hit 338, highest on base of his career, highest slugging in his career by far, slug 636, OPS of 1,067, OPS plus of 175. I mean, to his credit, his, his OPS plus was above average in his two years in St. Louis, 106 and 109, with 100 being the average. So I think that the Cardinals should think about going after Ozuna. They really should. Ozuna wanted to play in St. Louis last year. He wanted to come back to St. Louis, and the Cardinals just weren't willing to to offer a contract. And now the price is going to be higher because of his incredible twenty twenty. And now it's going to be even more difficult to sign him because he might want to stay in Atlanta. But if if you even take his worst career year, call it twenty, no, let's call it twenty fifteen, when he hit ten home runs across 123 games, two fifty nine the batting average. If anybody would not want that in 2020 based on the, what the Cardinals had in left field or, at, or right field, whatever you want to call it, then I'm sorry, you need to recheck your priorities. Because Marcelo Ozuna would have been a huge addition to this offense this year. That's a no-brainer to me of should they have re-signed him, knowing everything we know now. Even in a regular season, a full-length regular season, I don't think there's a question of whether or not the Cardinals should have re-signed Ozuna. He, he's a knucklehead. He makes some mistakes in the outfield. I get it. But the dude can hit you know he's he shown that over the last couple of years with, with with slight regressions but even though his average went down in 2019 his on-base percentage stayed about the same and his slugging percentage went up his OPS went up OPS plus went up as well Ozuna should be sought after by the Cardinals this offseason I don't know if it'll happen but St. Louis sh- in my opinion should go after to re-sign Marcelo Ozuna in the offseason this year so that that's my take on on Ozuna that that's my take on, on that trade and and everything like that so and uh, Ozuna, even in the postseason, he hit a couple home runs. You know, I mean, it's not like he, he just stopped hitting or, or he didn't hit in the postseason. I mean, in, in the wild card round this year, he was just one for nine. But then in the NLDS against uh Milwaukee, or against Miami, he hit four for thirteen. That's three oh eight and drove in three runs. Dude loves hitting in the National League Division Series. He, I mean, even last year for St. Louis, he was he hit 429. Uh, he, he regressed in the NLCS like every other Cardinal player did that year. But, I mean, it's not like he just stopped hitting whenever uh, October came around. So we'll see how he does the the, the rest of the year. I, I'm rooting for Atlanta. I think this is Atlanta's year. That Atlanta Dodgers series is going to be fun, guys. I, I, I cannot wait to watch that. So that's Marcelo Zuna. I think the Cardinals tend to go after him. I really do. I don't know if they will. I don't know if that's possible. But I really think that they need to go after him hard. So um, there's two other guys I want to talk about. The main one, of course, Randy Orozarena, the outfielder that the Cardinals should have kept. But when you start thinking about all these players the Cardinals should have kept and all these mistakes that Mozilla and management has made, you might need a red wine no matter what time it is. 4 p.m., 9 a.m., 8 a.m., 10 a.m. Whenever you need that uh, glass of red wine to calm you down, you can postmate it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You stay home. Postmates will deliver anything directly to you, and you can do this by downloading the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. And for a del- limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 off free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKED ON. That's code LOCKED ON for $100 off free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code LOCKED ON. So again, the uh, Cardinals have some players in the offseason that they might want to do, who have kept and different things like that, and I'll compare some people and once again be on the lookout for Monday show being a little bit of a massive crossover between the four MLB, before the four NL Central playoff teams, Brewers, Cubs, Reds, and Cardinals to kind of talk about what the heck happened there and, uh, and so on and so forth. So be tuned in for that. We're going to start things off with Randy, Rose Rena, and Harrison Bader. I shared a tweet that got a, a, a decent amount of interactions comparing Bader's and a and stats to, through the first couple of games of the postseason. And for the most part, people agreed. There were some Twitter battles on it. And some of you guys, I don't know if, if those people listening to the show, if they just saw the tweet or whatever it is, uh, but for some of some of them, they were, they were mad at me for only comparing through 12 games. And I was like, okay, I understand that. I, I get that because 10 or 12 games is not the end-all, be-all for certain playoffs for certain players i get it um however um that that's not the only reason for my complaints or for my comparisons to to randy rosarena and to harrison bader because i think that there's some more to it um and, and here those numbers are harrison bader's career minor league numbers these are not bad numbers Uh, 331 games, slash line of 284, 355, 485. Not bad at all, right? 836 OPS, but what catches my eye, 314 strikeouts and 1,300 plate appearances. That includes striking out 118 times in 123 games in 2017, and 131 times in 131 games in 2016. Randy Rosarena's career minor league numbers, just couple less games 326 and all of his numbers are higher except for the on- base percentage 292 377 477 OPS is higher 853 just by minimal numbers I get that and in just 27 less played appearances he struck out uh 82 le- that's quick math 82 less times maybe uh, 60 72 he struck out 242 times um, so the strikeout numbers were there the, the the strikeout rate was was there to see for st. Louis Cardinal uh, fans and executives and Decision makers that are much smarter than myself, but and they they, they traded a Roserena for at the time I thought was an okay. This trade will, will can't be determined yet. That they traded away Jose Martinez, um, and and Reynaldo Rosarina for Matthew Liberator and Edgardo Edgardo Rodriguez in 2020 supplemental second round pick. So the, this this trade cannot be judged yet. Uh, Knee jerk that the Cardinals failed because they gave up a Rosarena and not Bader instead. Um but Libertor has yet to pitch in a Major League Baseball game for St. Louis. He impressed a little bit in the spring training and summer league camp. Um, but Libertor is the key here because Edgardo Rod- Rodriguez, I don't think he's the guy the Cardinals were going for. He's a, he's a catcher. He, he's, a, he's a career. He, he's played a couple games in, in the minor leagues, 18 and 19. He's got some imp- impressive numbers. But um, the Cardinals were, were going after Libertor. This, this is who they wanted and if he does not impress and if he does not perform then this is a lost trade for St. Louis because Randy Arena is absolutely murdering the baseball right now uh, during the regular season uh, he hit he you know he hit 281 which wasn't bad 7 home runs 23 games um called up a little bit late i think it was so you know very impressive OPS plus 179 but the thing is, is, it's not like... We'll talk about Voight here in a little bit. Voight didn't super impress with St. Louis. It's not like a Rosalina didn't impress in St. Louis. In 2019, across 19 games, twenty played 23 played appearances, um, he hit a home run, a double, stole two bags, drove in two, hit 300, 391, 500 slugging. I get that that's across 20 games. No, 19 games, and you can't judge a player off 19 games. I understand that. But it's not like, you know... You didn't know what you were going to get with Rose Ryan. I just told you his minor league numbers, too, were very impressive. He's, he's hit at every level he's been at, including overseas. And in uh, the Mexican League, he, he's hit there as well. So, this tr- giving him away really is a head scratcher for me. He was the guy that kind of released the the profanity latent, um speech that Mike Schilt gave, which, you know, I, I, I understand why the Cardinals wouldn't necessarily like that. But at the same time, I mean, you're gonna give up this kind of talent for that, because in 31 plate appearances, going back to last year, he was 0 for 4 with with a walk, or with a hit by pitch in the postseason last year for St. Louis. But this year, he's got three home runs. He's got three or four multi hit games. Driven in four. He's hitting 429. So I mean, this this dude has hit at every level he's been at, and it's just so unfortunate that the Cardinals kept Harrison Bader instead. I'm not sure if, if Bader was even an option to be traded, but it, the 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 blind faith in Bader, even last off season, but especially now, just blows my mind of how you can be impressed at all with Harrison Bader. And as I say that, I realize that some of his non-average stats aren't that bad, even last season. On base of 336, slugs seven or 443, OPS of one of 779, OPS plus of 111. That's those, those are fine numbers, but he hit 226, and he struck out 40 times in a 50-game stretch. He struck out 117 times, 128 games last season. He just strikes out way too much, and his best year was 2018 when he hit 264, 334, 422, and an OPS plus of 106. Bader just, I, I just don't think he's the option right now in center field for St. Louis. I mean, he's going to have to be, I guess, but... It all depends on what they want to do with Carlson. If they want to stick Carlson in center, and it, I, it, it's just tough for me to sit here and say that Bader's the option for in, in, in center field. He, I just, and I don't know. this is just me, my personal opinion. This has nothing to do with stats. He's, he's just, I don't. Know, he, he just doesn't sit well with me. He seems to be a little bit too cocky for the the subpar numbers that he, he's putting up, um, and I don't know. He just doesn't seem to go about the things the right way. call me a boomer, call me an old guy, call what you want. That's just my own opinion, but he just seems to cost the Cardinals a lot of outs. But and then uh, the the last guy I want to talk about, just just briefly, because I'm getting a little bit long on time here, is, is Luke Voigt. And and I, I get that he didn't super impress with St. Louis in 62 games in 2017. He hit 246, four home runs, OPS plus of 92. But he did slug 430, so that had to open your eyes. And then in 18, in just eight games, it was two for 11 with a home run and three RBIs, buck 82. That they traded him away for Giovanni Gallegos and uh, Chaseen Sharif. So. Depending on how you look at it, you can say this trade was almost a wash because Shreve did nothing and Gallegos has been excellent for St. Louis. He hasn't stole the headlines like Luke Voigt has. Voigt led the league in twenty-two home runs this season. Um, what really shocked me was the immediate outburst um, by Voigt in New York. He in 39 games in 2018, he had 333, slugs 689, OPS plus of 193, had 14 home runs. Last year, he slowed down a little bit, hit 21 home runs across 118 games. And this year, he sped it right back up, hitting 22 home runs across 56 games. I'm not complaining. We've got Goldschmidt. I talked about Goldschmidt yesterday. Generational talent. But you just got to wonder if, if, you know, I understand that sometimes, you know, Cardinal we're going to complain about a lot of things. I get that. We're sports fans. If we're Cardinal fans, we expect a lot. It just seems like they're they're picking the wrong prospects to hang on to. They're picking the wrong prospects to put their money in. Uh, they're they're betting on the wrong prospects. You know, Tyler O'Neill has shown to be a, a bad bet so far. Bader, in my opinion, is a bad bet so far. And you they're giving up on the wrong guys too early. And a lot of this is, is random luck. I get that, but you just got to wonder what if the Cardinals would have kept Arena and Voigt? You know, especially with the DH coming, and uh, you could have DH'd one or DH Martinez, kept him. You, you just never know. It's a, it's a world full of what-ifs, um, and sadly, the Cardinals are not in the playoffs, so I have to talk about this instead. So that's all I got for you guys today on this Friday episode. Thanks for listening. Be sure to interact with me on Twitter, LJFastball. LO underscore Cardinals is the Twitter and Instagram. Um, Locked on cards is the email for any show suggestions. So that's all I got. Be sure to tune back in on Monday. Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Stay safe. Stay well. Have a great day. Oh